Welcome to another episode of Mehal Mahipal Unplugged. And this week I want to cover a really important subject where every astrologer is probably just cringing about because it's kind of so popular and it's popping up every year, at least three times a year, and it's Mercury Retrograde. And I also do feel that um, it is important to know when Mercury retrograde do hit because it allows you to take precautions to be mindful about what you are doing in this period of time. And at the same time, I would like to help you to make the best of it. A lot of people are really scared of Mercury retrograde and it has become really popular over the last few years where astrology has become more and more mainstream but also accessible for a lot of more people and they're using astrology to make the right decisions at the right time and to guiding their life in the right direction in harmony with the universe. So Mercury is the planet that rules our mind, our logical thinking and is associated with the signs of Gemini and of Virgo. However, during the year Mercury can be in different signs so it can actually go retrograde in different signs and that means it does affect us in different areas of our lives or gives us the opportunity to correct different areas that we are feeling that we might be stuck or we're not progressing forward but of course first of all mercury feels like it's gonna delay everything yeah so when mercury retrograde hits it's about a time where we need to be really mindful about signing contracts because sometimes we might be not really thinking clearly or we're too quickly signing things and we're not reconsidering all the small written stuff where there could be some hidden costs or some fees or some things that we don't like and we're just in the heat of the moment we're not reconsidering all of these things it's also a time where we want to be mindful about our own choices when we make promises to people or if you're planning an event and people are saying they will attend and then Mercury retrograde is over and the people suddenly change their mind. That's very common. So being mindful about these things and how it is affecting our minds, but also the mind of other people. It's also a time where um, we can have technical difficulties, so if you're working on a computer or you have important documents on your computer, on your phone, on your laptop, really important to have a backup, um, even off your website, of course, put it on an external hard drive or USB stick because easily your computer could crash, it could, could just stop working. All sorts of things can be happening and maybe these information are lost forever and this is what you don't want. It's just because of this Mercury retrograde energy. People say it's plunging everything into chaos, but I do feel more that we were given a new structure. Even if you lose everything, 
you've been asked to restructure what you were doing in the first place. And sometimes this restructuring, of course, it takes more time. So it's a problem with efficiency. But at the same time, you might gain new insights that the restructuring that you are doing is actually helping you to move forward. It's also a time where we need to watch our thoughts and especially our words. So we might gonna end up to have some really negative thoughts, some very critical thoughts, thoughts that suddenly come to the surface, which we have suppressed, or we are confronted with situations that really do challenge us because things might not gonna work out the way we thought they would. So that can be um, a little bit of an impact um, on your lifestyle. So then plunging into frustration or anger then can lead to certain outbursts that we might want to have a go at people, the world. So we need to be mindful when these things are happening and maybe allowing ourselves to take a step back and take a break, take a deep breath in and maybe come back to the subject on another day. So that could save, save you a lot of hustle. There is a possibility when Mercury goes retrograde that we misunderstanding people. We're just not able to really grasp what someone's got to say. And I think that's all the time. Sometimes you feel like we all have our own perception about things anyway. But this time it's maybe a little bit more difficult to find common ground to understand what the other person has to say because... The frequency of our logical understanding is a little bit disturbed. And this is how I describe Mercury retrograde to my students. I tell them it's like a radio antenna or it's like a signal yeah, that planets are sending out um, the frequency and then it comes into our bodies. And when the Mercury goes retrograde, that signal is kind of a little bit disturbed. It's not as clear as it normally would be. For some people who work in the field of clarity, very organized, depending on efficiency and that everything is running very smoothly, this can cause problems. Other people who work in the field where they can be very creative and inspirational, that can be actually a very fruitful time because the logical mind is somehow a little bit limited. But what it does it opens up a new field of exploration. We're going beyond the logical mind, yeah? So we open to receive insights that are far beyond the logical mind to comprehend. So we're even moving maybe to the level of Uranus where we suddenly have these inspirations and insights and I want to do this and we have these impulses, um, a change of direction or an idea that could be life-changing. So that's actually a good thing if you are in this field or this is something that you actually require at this moment in time. So that means that Mercury retrograde runs about three weeks, but then we have the pre-shadow and the after-shadow. So it really officially starts on the 9th of September, but I do feel that we are already feeling it beforehand. And it runs till the 2nd of October, but officially 
um, with the after shadow, I would say it's the 9th of October where you need to be mindful. So for the next four weeks, you're just going to keep in mind that you're going to tread a little bit more carefully in your own mind, in the words that you use, considering that other people maybe not really understand what you've got to say. If you are planning to travel, I would check the train times a few times before or make on a make a plan B, what you do if the train is not running at all. What if the train is going to be delayed? Is there any possibility how you can reach the point of your destination in any other way? Could you travel a day earlier, even a few hours earlier to the airport and things like that? Would you rather take a taxi? And even then, I would go earlier than normally because there's often known to be a little bit of chaos on the street with the traffic and delays. So all considering these kind of things, we need more time to achieve what we want because we are out of this efficiency that everything is running very smoothly. There's appropriate things popping up. People get confused. And that, of course, has a knock-on effect. If you would be living by yourself and not in a society where we're depending on each other, then it would maybe not such a big problem. But in our society where everything is regulated, everything follows a certain rhythm or pattern or time scale and time period, it's going to be difficult. There will be delays. And how we are dealing with these things, I think this is the art of mastering Mercury retrograde. At the same time, there's a gift in Mercury retrograde. As I said, the gift of slowing down, the gift of rethinking the gift of redoing, rewriting, rebranding, reinventing, all these re's, yeah, where we're going to go over something that we have created or we suddenly have the insights that we, yeah, we want to reinvent ourselves. We want to be seen differently by the world. We've got something different to offer and we need to reword it. So that's, that's a good gift that Mercury does gift us as well and I'm making use of this gift by rethinking my actual podcast because there have been a few people who messaged me and said could you not speak a little bit more about your astro shamanic work we would be really interested to hear more about that and then I thought okay why not? Why not creating a new different concept of my already existing podcast? And just going a little bit deeper into the subjects that can be of value to people who are interested in astrology and healing and also into the shamanic practices that I do to help other people in their life. So for this reason, I decided to now focus on a different format of my podcast. So perfectly now with Mercury Retrograde, where we're going to try something different. And I decided I will do a fortnightly podcast, which allows me to make more in-depth content to prepare and then, of course, to produce. It's all I'm associated with work and also allows me to do all the other things that I do 
I'm doing when I'm not podcasting and allows me to give more space for them as well. So in two weeks' time, I will start with the first episode of The Secrets of an Astro-Shamanic Healer, in which I will be delivering more content around the subject of astrology, shamanism and healing and how I use these things in my work to help other people on their path. I'm sure that you really enjoy what I have to offer, even the wait for the next podcast is going to be a little bit longer, but it's so worthy. So I hope that you're going to stay with me and you're really going to enjoy the new format of the podcast. I was also thinking that I want to bring some guests in, that I'm going to do some interviews with them and they're going to share their wisdom and give even more value to the upcoming podcast. So this is going to be a very exciting and interesting series of podcasts that I have planned for you. So I want to go a little bit deeper into this upcoming Mercury retrograde. It's going to be retrograde in Virgo and in Libra. Even though Mercury rules Virgo anyway and Gemini, it still has different qualities with these two different signs. Mercury always has to do with the mind, the rational, logical mind, how we process information and how we digest them. When Mercury is retrograde in Virgo, it's more about, or Mercury in Virgo, when it's associated with Virgo, it's more about the practicality of information. So it's about knowledge that I can apply in my everyday life practically, knowledge that I can, or information that I can apply in my work, being of service in the community. While Mercury associated with Gemini is more about information. We're not so much worried about what kind of information they are. We just want to have quick, fast, immediate information. We like gossip. We want to be stay up to date. And it's more about ideas and uh, problem solving on a mental level. While Virgo is solving the problem on a practical level. Virgos also um, associated more with the inner aspects of the mind. It's like our thoughts and our capacity that we can make classifications between the thoughts, that we can make selections, definitions, and the whole order of the mind. So this Mercury retrograde coming up in Virgo will have something to do with we need to be mindful. We need to select our thoughts and our words very carefully. But furthermore, it also allows us to gain more clarity. If we're looking into work, for example, we might going to experience some delays or certain things are not working out the way we thought or we have planned them. And we might going to have put our process and our order in and it doesn't work that way. So if we're now flexible enough, we can maybe find within our work or from this whole frustration process that we had to go through that we're going to find a more efficient way of working 
or it will allow us to carefully select what is really worth our effort, what is really worth our attention, where do we need to cut back, let people go, delegate the work to someone else's or even let go of the whole part of the work because it's not efficient. Virgo helps us to reduce our work amount or the words that we're using and the thoughts that we have to a very basic level of efficiency. Everything else will be cut off. And this is what I like about Virgo that it really helps me to become better and better in what I do. And that's only by conscious selection or classification. This is important and that isn't because we're so easily get caught up in one million projects, we do 10 things at the same time and there's absolutely chaos. So once this chaos kind of breaks down and we're using this Virgo energy to rebuild it, we will very consciously focus on what's worth our efforts and what isn't. So of course, because that's not going to happen overnight, but we need to go through the process of letting go, yeah, of carefully, as I said, selecting and that can also not only happen in work, that could also mean Virgo is ruled by Mercury and Virgo has to do with our health. So we might going to make certain decisions that we say, I stop eating sugar, I have less carbs, I want to exercise more. You might even experience a sort of healing crisis that then leads you to the point of changing your outlook changing your attitude, changing your routine. Yeah, so if you want to lose weight and you still go on and on and on and eating the same things and you're not doing more exercise and then you're feeling worse off, now this mercury retrograde maybe helps you to have a mental breakdown and realize I can't take this anymore. I'm telling myself all these things, but I'm not living up to them. So there might going to be a healing crisis because Virgo has something to do with transformational deep healing that you need to break down in order to see this is not working, being very realistic about your progress. After you broke down, you're going to piece yourself together and you make a certain plan and a commitment from now on, I'm taking better care of my health. For now on, I'm stop lying to myself. From now on, I stop working with people who disrespect me or I stop, I don't know, being so self-centered and taking everything personally because actually the world isn't very personal. It's only in my mind and by me taking everything personally, I just feel bad. So there's a lot of things um, we can experience on this level and it will be around the areas of work, health, routine and service to the community so you might feel drawn I want to volunteer I want to do something more selfless because I'm very self-centered or you know gonna start a new fitness program or a new diet but then I would wait till October till Mercury retrograde is over till you actually start the contract yeah because Healing crisis is not a sudden awakening. It's not, oh, I'm feeling shit, I'm breaking down, I'm crying my eyes out, I know I need to change and I do it tomorrow. People think that's a good motivation, 
But I also do believe that change needs to come from really deep within. It needs to be in your subconscious mind, not only in your conscious mind. So that means the whole process of experiencing a healing crisis or losing something, as I said, on your computer or not getting the deal or that job or, you know, something's not working out the way you want it. It can have very profound impact on you. It's good to take time to reflect on what kind of impact and make kind of a plan, a step-by-step plan, how you want to change rather than rushing into action. Just because you're fooled by the breakdown and you now want to change and once the motivation is gone, you will just drop back down into where you were before. But using this Mercury retrograde, if there's a crisis coming up, to experience the crisis, to get through it, to reflect upon it and to make a plan how you in long term can change your life or the situation will allow you to build a more solid foundation. It's good to take action when you feel inspired too, but you also need to be very realistic about your energy levels. Because the energy level, we, we can see that every year when people have this new year resolution. I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they're fooled by this energy of end of year and the new year, new you. And then three weeks into January when we're going to hit all this plateau of no money, no future. Everything is just going down and it's winter and I'm feeling depressed. Suddenly this oh, I need to change and I want to do it now, is all gone. But if I realistically know that change takes time, it takes effort and resilience till I change my subconscious mind pattern, and this is also what Virgo is all about, that we this time not only go up to receive the inspiration, but also go down and work on these limited belief systems that did hold you back to make changes in the first place. You know, whatever that is, if you've got some trauma to deal with, that's why you're eating, or you haven't learned to put boundaries into place, this is why people take advantage advantage of you. You would like to become a millionaire, and you're starting out, and for two weeks you are motivated, and then problems are kicking in and then you lose the motivation. So we need to be very realistic on how change is actually happening in our lives. Sometimes, of course, it can help happen very spontaneously and instantly. For example, someone has an accident and that changes their life within seconds. And still, the recovery from the accident to get over the shock to reclaim your life and come out of it, to see the positive in the negative will take time. It will take resilience and it will take persistence and it will take you maybe doing certain things again and again and again and again because you're hitting this inner wall of old belief systems, fear, trauma, unworthiness, whatever that is that is holding you back. That's why I'm also saying don't rush into action. If you want to lose weight, you want to go to the gym, you want to sign up for a gym membership, why don't you just go first as a pay-as-you-go 
and build very slowly that resilience that you're actually committing to go to the gym. That's becoming part of your lifestyle, part of your life. This is what you do now. This is who you are now. Yeah, rather than signing up for the contract, being motivated, going for two weeks and then you can't be asked or, you know, you've got a new job now, you've got no time or whatever that is. So really allow change to gradually come into your life to stay. I think that's really important and that's what we can learn with Mercury retrograde. Virgo and we have the sun in Virgo and now we've got a Mercury retrograde in Virgo it's also a time of purification again this is sometimes where we need to select very carefully what we're going to purify is it the body the mind or the spirit is it all of them and if you want to do this what of course you could now rush in to purify yourself and release all the toxins out of your body in one go and you can do this diet or this kind of stuff and you can start meditating and but again you could overwhelm your whole system with doing a detox too quickly just imagine all the toxins that your body is holding and its fat reserves would be released in one day you probably would be dying very quickly because the body needs to release toxins gradually so they can be coming up into the system and then be released either through you going to the toilet, through sweat or however the body is releasing toxins. And that's the same thing if you want to purify yourself from people around you. You might gonna need to do like a proper roundhouse kick um, to let go of people that no longer serve you. And of course, we could cut them off immediately and that's it. But if you have a history with those people, if you have an attachment or an emotional connection, just cutting people out of your life will not resolve the problem. You need to do it gradually. You need to give yourself time to let go, very consciously putting this relationship to rest, friendship to rest, work relationship allowing your heart to keep up because your mind says they're not good for you let them go and the heart maybe goes yeah but I do like them you know making all these excuses and why we can hold on to them so there can be a little bit of fight between the heart and the mind and we need to be careful that we're allowing time to grieve yeah also if we maybe quit our job we could walk out in, in a moment of passion I had enough you can fuck off and then we go like oh hang on <laughs> I don't have a new job and I still need to pay my rent and I'm really scared now so it's about preparation it's about becoming aware that this is not healthy for me and I need to let it go and I'm asking the universe and I'm keeping my awareness open around me to that I will be guided for the best method for me to do this yeah, we can look into detox programs that go for a few months because even detoxing the body will take some time. We can detox certain organs where we target maybe the liver or the colon or the lungs, whatever your problem is. Um, and then focusing on this one organ for a while. And once we have detoxed this, we will see that the other organs are also automatically discharging uh, toxins because they're all connected with one or the other. And if you want to detox your mind, 
again I don't know how about you but um, I'm trying to detox from social media at the moment I really felt that it had a massive impact on my mental health it really drained me mentally emotionally and spiritually and I also realized that I less and less connected with the people around me I wasn't really present um, in the moment. I didn't pay enough attention. So I decided to cut back rather than saying, oh, I'm going off social media. And I had this impulse. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to delete all of my social media. Can't be asked anymore. It's really destroying our relationship and how we interact with each other. And we are all addicted. Yeah, it's like these chemicals in our brain I get activated and I see kids around me everywhere. Everybody's just staring into their phones. And it's just like, oh my God, where's the society heading to? So I didn't act on impulse, even I wanted to. I can be very impulsive at times. Not always in my favor. It's just more thing of control I get. I'm going to do it now and then it's off. But um, I thought, oh, I do actually have a lot of friends on Facebook that I easily um, I can connect with them. They live all over the world. There is some helpful information on Facebook as well. So just giving up on everything right now, what about just reducing the amount I spend on social media? And I'm not even spending a lot of time on social media, I think, in comparison to other people. But still enough that I stopped reading books, um, that it did affect my vision, all this glaring into my phone all the time, and then working on a computer did really affect my vision and it gave me headaches. So I thought, okay, what can I do? So I'm going to detox. I'm going to do less of it. I'm making more conscious decision on when I use it and how I use it to create a better rapport with social media. I'm not going to pretend I'm going to live in a cave and I'm not going to use the Wi-Fi and I'm not using all the social media. It does have an advantage, but you need to be aware when it's too much. So again, it's gradually, it's planning it out, being more aware of things. Virgo energy, especially when the sun moves in Virgo after it has been in Leo, where we just wanted to go out and have fun and, you know, you want to be seen and play and all of that. And then it hits Virgo and it's back to work. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's back to school. Yay, <laughs> the kids are back in school. God bless. Yay. At the same time, it's also, of course, getting a little bit more serious. It's reminding you of winter is coming soon, especially if you live in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's time of making conscious decision on for your preparation for the winter. If this is financially with the cost of living crisis, and um, what can you do? Yeah, so getting a little bit more serious. It's also harvesting our fruits um, that we sown in the springtime so it's also a time of celebration and harvesting at the same time we might gonna plan which kind of seeds we're gonna keep for next year which projects do we want to continue and which projects we want to let go of as i said focusing on where do we want to put the work in and which parts of our work or our 
areas of our life need sorting out to be more efficient, to be less of a hassle. Mercury in Virgo can, as I said, also bring up this inner crisis, realizing my, this year we have taken on so much or we've been really busy. We maybe worked our way um, along the whole year to be able to cope, depend what kind of person you are. So um, when I lost my dad last year in September, um, that was very painful. And the only way I was able to cope was actually by putting all my efforts into work. So I was thinking to myself every day, hopefully my mind's going to be clear enough very soon because I need to go back to work. That was just my cry out to wanting to have some structure and going away from this emotional overwhelm of his passing and all the tricky emotions that you will have gone through if you ever lost a parent or someone in your life. You're just trying to find some clarity and, and some focus and it did help me to focus on work. Other people would have maybe been focusing on, I don't know, you know, you can run away in many directions. You can run into work. You can run into focusing on your kids. You can run into volunteering. You can run into drugs and alcohol or shopping or spending millions of hours on the internet. So whatever that is, it's just I had to run away from this inner crisis I was experiencing and this overwhelming pain. Um. So... Now I'm aware of these things and it does, it will catch up with you eventually. It really does. So it didn't matter how far and how much I was working, it was still this underlying unresolved emotions that I didn't want to address because I was scared that it would totally knock me off and I couldn't be working for another four weeks. So because our society is not structured that you can take time off when you have an inner crisis. It, it's not based around, oh, well, you just lost someone really close to you and or something tragic happened in your life and it's just a back, yeah, just go back to work on a Monday. That's just how it is, isn't it? We're totally suppressing um, our inner need to take time to digest and grieve and it's just not done in two weeks, Yeah. It's not done in three months. It might take a year till you piece all these little pieces together, till you're able to touch these areas inside of yourself and say, oh, I can speak about him now or I can think about it without needing to cry and worrying about stuff. So there should be more of this, I think. There should be more... A society that allows us to have transformational inner crises, that allows us to take some time off and that allows us to don't need to worry about the money that we are held by the community and that we are okay, yeah, someone looking after us. So there's therapy available and there's counselling available, all sorts of things when you're going through this crisis. And it's not expected from you to just go back and your thinking cap on and, and just be back at work and function normal so this is a big thing when you're going through a crisis in the next few weeks see it as an opportunity that you might have been 
I don't know, maybe you've been running away from something. And even if you're running away from the cost of living crisis because it does worry you sick, um, everything that is happening, and it really triggers this fear of survival or this uncertainty or this inequality or this, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And then allow yourself to feel that pain and don't run away into, oh, maybe I should be gambling and I'm going to win some money to sort myself out or just allow yourself to emotionally go through these feelings. And because at the end of the tunnel of this emotional crisis, there will be something that's like a treasure waiting for you that you will find a solution to your problem. Everything will sort itself out eventually um, if we let it, if we're not always interfering, first of all, we need to work on our inner yeah, mindset and our thoughts, how we're going to view or see the situation. There could also be an opportunity for, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the answer is to this, but um, every crisis holds opportunities and brings people together even more. So I also do believe that this cost of living crisis will bring the community more together, sharing our own needs or fears or um, like we have seen with COVID, there was a lot of um, separation taking place. At the same time, there were a lot of community um, and charities been brought into life to help people and businesses and everybody was helping everybody. And maybe... This is exactly what we need right now because we have separated so much from each other with these technologies and everybody's just sitting home and we don't even know what it's like to be with each other anymore, yeah? So maybe it's time that we need to come together and maybe it's time that we need to find new solutions for problems that we have created or problems that were just sliding in, like technology, that we are discover our own humanity again, that we are here for each other and we can help each other. And at the same time, I'm not being political now, but to reclaim our power because there's definitely something really wrong in this system of the world. So we need change. And as we know, most people change through crisis or pain and suffering. Otherwise, we're just too happy-go-lucky in our comfort zone. So that's maybe something to consider. And we need to rethink your business structure like you had in the pandemic. And many people lost their businesses and their jobs, but there were also new businesses opening or people found their true purpose because they were made redundant and now have the time to do something else or they discovered their purpose or vocation or they're just going to. Yeah, so just don't underestimate the power of crisis for to have a better life afterwards where new ideas, new inspirations are coming up. Emergencies often hold, as I said, great opportunities to change the course um, of time. So we might going to look out for that as well. It's all about this internal monologue when we're talking about Mercury in Virgo and then also going retrograde that we're gonna, we might not be able to change the outside world in all the way that we want to do it. 
but we can change the inner world and how we see things, our perspective. And this is sometimes even harder work than changing the outside world, but that's at least a thing that we can control. So planning time in for regular meditation, catching yourself before you drifting into negative thinking and worry too much, that only creates more negativity. And I'm not saying now stay positive all the time in the face of crisis, but work on mental resilience. Okay, what can I do about it to come back into seeing an opportunity? Can I reach out to someone? Can I do a meditation? Can I go for a walk? What can I do to bring myself on a more positive level of what else can I do? How can I think about this? And even though sometimes rearranging the mind can be done in meditation to calm the mind and for some people it's maybe really difficult and say, oh, well, I can't even heat my home and now you're telling me I should stay calm and meditate on this. But what about putting a prayer out there? What about using your suffering and your desperation to really opening up to the spiritual and say, fucking hell, I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And even if you don't believe in God, even if you don't believe in the universe, it doesn't matter. You've got nothing to lose to open your channel and your energy of this desperation of fear and suffering to say, I need help. I can't do this all by myself. And you will see this power will open channels that you even have even thought about before because you were too comfortable and too control of your own life. Of course, then we also have Mercury retrograde moving into Libra, which is a different tone to the Virgo. So let's assume you've just gone through all this crisis coming up and now Libra, which is more affecting our relationships, our values, but also. And with this Libra energy, it's just that we easily project our problems now on other people. So that can go like, it's their fault that we have this problem. And I'm not saying, you know, isn't the government's fault or they're not. So that that's not the point. I just mean in relationships, you can easily now project your anger and your frustration on your kids, on your neighbor, on your partner. And, you know, are they going to bring out even the worst in you? So you're already frustrated. You're bottling it all up and they say one word and then, wow, it's coming out, coming at them. Be careful about this. Often the people around us just like an expression of what we're feeling inside of us. So we need to watch our thoughts that we're not just projecting this onto people and blaming them for our misery. There could also be we could enhance this and say, okay, because of this crisis, I now need to put new values in my life. What do I really value? Yeah, What is really important for me? And then you're going to stand up for these values. You're going to put boundaries in or you're going to take action and saying, for example, you start a campaign that no one in the world should be homeless or no one in the world should suffer any um, cold winters or everybody should have enough food or whatever that is. You know what I'm trying to say? So we can make our own suffering into something that we 
I never want to live like this again. I don't want anybody to need to go through this. So I'm now taking action in my community. I'm going to help out. I'm taking action by signing petitions. I'm taking action by making a campaign. I'm, I'm going into parliament to change the government. You know, whatever it is, realize that once you put different values into your life, and maybe out of this crisis that you experienced and you stop just projecting on other people and hoping they're going to sort this out for you or they should because of their responsibility, am I going to say, okay, no one is going to come to save me, so I'm going to save myself. I'm going to get some people together um, or I'm going to engage myself. I'm going to be active. I'm going to take action. And th that can be a possibility um, of Libra or you might going to, experience misunderstandings in the relationships you're doubting the relationship that you are in as we all do sometimes when we're feeling really low and projecting our happiness onto someone else's and expect them to make us happy and fulfilled and loved and you know all these kind of things so it's a proper watch yourself yeah how can you make other people happy how can you be the change that you want to see in the world so this is definitely something where we um, will be looking at or being confronted to look at what kind of relationships do we hold, how do they support our growth, how they support our business, how they support our lives, are they dragging us down, have you even got more moaners in your circle and then you wonder why you're always feeling low, so you might need to let go of some people like that, that's all part of the whole mercury retrograde transformation let's call it that way and once mercury goes direct you're ready to take action until then i would just make bullet points i would really focus on internal progress for the next four weeks write things down make notes bullet points bookmarks on websites you research and thought oh that would be helpful that would be helpful and then you feel better and you might not need it anymore but maybe someone else's does so never underestimate the research that we actually can do when we experience suffering and crisis during mercury retrograde that can really be super helpful once you come out of it and you go like oh i would have never thought about that before because i wasn't pushed to that breaking point um, so yeah, all of these things are, I think, a gift of Mercury retrograde that we totally underestimate because we're so used to being forced and being efficient all the time and working hard that everything runs smoothly and um, then Mercury comes in and it, everything comes to a halt. This is actually a time, if we look at the astrology as like a universal clock, then that would be the time where it's all about slowing down and resting and taking it more easy and planning and rethinking if certain things that we're holding on to are really worth the effort to keep them dragging on. Or is there anything that we can let go of? Is there anything that's too heavy? Is there anything that's holding us back and we need to really dig deep to find the source or the origin of this? So it can be an incredible time of inner transformation. I'm not saying it's going to be super easy, but it also is not just, oh, make sure you're not signing a contract or, oh, make sure you're going to plan your trip ahead for any complications um, 
or misunderstandings in your communication. It's more this time, more, or maybe all the time, it's a very internal uh, process. And then you will see once you put everything into place, Mercury goes direct in mid of October, you can then harvest the fruit of your inner labor. So I hope this Mercury retrograde is going to treat you well. And might going to hold some challenges from one or the other. It's all about staying calm and still moving on. Yeah, sometimes the things are worse, they seem worse as they really are. Certain things might never happen, they're just in our heads and where we're making certain scenarios with our imagination. Also trying to stay positive, that seeing this as an opportunity to do some inner work and then to harvest the outer labors. I hope that you're going to stay with me on my new podcast with the secrets of an astro shamanic healer. If you need any further help, you know that I'm available for one-to-one private readings. Just um, contact me via my website or Facebook. But also if you feel like you can't do this by yourself and you want some healing, I offer astro shamanic distant healing sessions for all those who feel they want some extra help. Again, you know where you can find me. And I'm gonna speak to you soon. Bye.